Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome in. This is the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. PGA Championship Week, ladies and gentlemen. Cam Rogers coming at you. I'm alongside Bridget Whalen. As always, you can follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers98. You can follow Bridget on Twitter and Instagram at Bridget K. Waylon, Kiowa Island, the ocean course, the longest course in major championship history. It's going to be a very fun week of golf. Obviously, the who's who of the PGA Tour will be teeing it up this week, aside from Tiger Woods and Matthew Wolf, whom we discussed last week. But boy, it's going to be one heck of a tournament, and Bridget and I will break down the course key storylines, and of course, our predictions for who will hoist the Wanamaker Trophy come Sunday evening. But first, a shout out to our friends at Bet Online. Thinking about betting this week, perhaps, on the PGA Championship. Top 20 finishes, top 10 finishes outright. Bet Online has you covered the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is indeed free to sign up. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. So, what was previously Glory's last shot, the PGA Championship, is, of course, most recently Glory's second shot here and it's going to be a really intriguing tournament kiowa islands ocean course hosting the pga championship for the second time of course you guys may recall back in 2012 rory mcelroy lapped the field for yet another major championship victory as i mentioned set to be the longest course in major championship history 200 yards longer than the 2012 version six holes will play over 500 yards of course it is a pete Dye design and bridget quote unquote one of those american link style courses if you will thinking back to the 2015 u.s open at chambers bay you heard that a lot back then so perhaps folks if you're doing some research look at that leaderboard that could give you an indication of who will play well this week Kiowa was also home to the 1991 Ryder Cup won by the U.S. in what was dubbed as the, quote, war by the shore. And players can expect as much as an eight-club difference, depending on the wind this week. And Bridget, that's the story. Honestly, it's the wind because this is an exposed golf course. No tree lines, really. Fairways are relatively simple to hit, but if the wind gets going, then unpredictability happens so it should be an intriguing week it's link style for sure i like that american link style it kind of sounds like an oxymoron it kind of does (laughs) i'm gonna have to make a call out prior to pressing record you said this course sets up nicely for short game magicians, mm-hmm. ergo Jordan Spieth. And now you just dropped the 2015 U.S. Open, Chambers Bay. 
one by said Jordan Spieth. So I don't know what, what you're going with here. I don't know why he's not your pick this week. I'm just calling this out for you. I am being a mirror. I want to help you in this money pit that you're in. (laughs) (laughs) Calling me out. Yeah, I'm going to lay out right there. Um, I'm super excited. I actually didn't know that Kiowa was this long. I was shocked when I saw the yardage on live from on Golf Channel. I really did not know. I do know, however, that supposedly... There's 14 holes that they have plans to use different tee boxes. And they told the players the four that definitely won't move. So Justin Leonard hinted at that he doubts it'll play anywhere near 7,800 yards, 7,800. Yeah, can't do math, can't do numbers. Um, He doubts that it'll play that long. He says it'll probably be more like 75, 76 all week. Yeah, we also have to note that at the time in 2012, this was the longest course in major championship history as well but if you actually factor in the differences now Bridget with technology and how much farther we're hitting the ball if you do that it's actually the same length as in 2012 relative to distance back then for the players so in a way it's really not a big jump as compared to 2012 but on the score sheet it is but keep that in mind folks as well it's all about relativity here yeah i mean this course i feel is a major storyline in my eyes and we can kind of get into that here as we go through this episode in that i typically bridget like to lean on ball strikers and solid drivers of the golf ball and then rely on perhaps just a good putting week and boom they can win you know, a Justin Thomas, a Colin Morikawa. That's my game. That's where I go with my predictions and trying to prognosticate a PGA Tour event. But this week, I'm a little off of that because you mentioned it. Yeah, I am on to the short game guys, the putters. I'm talking about the grinders where par is premium. Matt Fitzpatrick, obviously Jordan Spieth is number one on that list, no doubt about it. But Fitzy, Louis Oosthuizen, those sorts of players, the grinders, the Shane Lowry's of the world, those are the guys I'm kind of keying in on because, Bridget, I am of the thought that because this course is so long, you're going to have long irons into these greens, and for the most part, you're going to be missing a lot of them, and that's when you need the short game. That's when you need to be imaginative, if you will, as Nick Faldo would say, and be creative and save yourself for par or birdie perhaps on the par fives. That's how I feel right now. Well, weather is also such a vital key to link style golf. And I think this course without any wind, it's not that like crazy difficult. And I've heard that be said numerous times, but once the wind wind picks up, it's like a totally different golf course. If it's blowing 30 to 40 miles an hour, you're going to have to adapt a different tactic at attacking the course, which Jordan is really good at. There's a lot of guys who stick to their game plan and that's all fine and good, but when weather conditions change, you just have to adapt to, oh, and- Business call. I'm, I'm needed. Um, you you have to adapt. And I think the guys who have like the, like you said, sort of that like more magical type of style or they kind of, and I'm giving him like a lot of credit here. I, I don't see him contending, but Phil Mickelson, uh-huh. he nice. could be in- massive trouble and he gets out of it and it's because his game 
isn't a simple one plus one equals two. And it never was. So his game travels and people say that like a lot, like he, he has a game that he could win anywhere. Um, and so that's kind of the guy I'm looking at this week. Yeah. Some other names that sort of stand out to me. Cam Smith has just a magical short game right now. He's fifth in strokes game, short game in this field within the last 36 rounds. And he has that major championship pedigree played well at Chambers Bay, might I add. So he's a guy. Louis Ustase and I mentioned as well. Charles Schwartzel all of a sudden is playing good golf. Daniel Berger. I mean, those are the guys I'm looking at, Bridget. Good, balanced games across the board. You're not bleeding strokes in any particular category. You're just really solid all through. And again, Jordan Spieth is number one on my list in terms of that. But a lot of interesting plays this week. If you look at the odds and the markets in terms of top 10, top 20, et cetera. I'm going to read off some trends here, Bridget. And I will then read you the list of players who fit these trends. Okay. It's a short list. Eight of the last 10 PGA championship winners were in the world's top 25. Eight of the last 10 had won previously that season. Nine of the last 10 had posted a top 20 in one of their two previous starts. Who are those players that fit those three categories? Justin Thomas, one. Bryson, yeah. two. Colin, three. Victor, four. Hovland. Hideki, five. And then Berger, six. Wait, Victor DeBusson? What other Victor? Yeah, I don't know. Just in case anybody didn't know. Victor <laughs> Hovland. So, yeah. What do you think about that list? Uh, they're young. True. <laughs> so here's the thing. And... I like to put a premium on short game always, but I did some literature, little research on Kiowa, and this is going to sort of lay into whom who I'm picking this week, which I, a little, uh, a little tip for the listeners. I don't typically go into why I pick a guy each week because I typically don't have a reason this week though. I do, however, have a reason. So, okay. So in my little bit of research, I read that when the wind picks up here, what people like don't really get is that all of the greens are kind of like little mounds. They're all like elevated. Mm -hmm. So when you miss a green, it, it almost always will end up on a downslope, which makes perfect sense. So now you're like pitching off of a downslope, right? Like that's you're on a hillside basically. You can't do like those simple like bump and runs like that stuff isn't going to work. So for me, I like the guys you just rattled off, but I just have to say that they are not familiar with Kiowa. This is an un this is uncharted territory for the the younger sort of skew of of guys. And I think unless you've played here, I think it's really challenging to hit the greens when these winds pick up and they're gonna pick up they're they're gonna pick up so i i the guy i am picking he also doesn't have much experience here not that i know of um i love how i'm like really teasing this yeah don't reveal it now bridget <laughs> not gonna reveal it now but i think that 2012 the weather conditions wow i'm really getting golf nerdy here but it was a little wet that week if you recall so it's going to be super dry. The winds are going to be up. up. It's 
I mean, it's going to be, it's going to play different than in 2012, but I do think that people who had the, uh, the chance to play here before really do have a leg up. So while I like the Victor Hovland and the Justin Thomas and the Bryson DeChambeau, and who else did you name? Whoever else. Hideki, Berger. I, I love Berger in all situations. I just, I could see like maybe someone who's a little, under the radar in the sense of like he's not really in people's forefront in the sense of like hot shots in majors like you we you and I like to think the big guns come out for the majors right like they lay back in the like week or two weeks before you're not expecting like a Dustin Johnson to win last week that would have been weird um I'm not saying like him in general I'm saying like like a player like Dustin Johnson yep. because they don't want to peak the week maybe before. he was t13 but yeah Sure, sure. Trending, trending. They don't want to like go full, like pedal to the metal because then they're going to be burnt out. So yes, I like to think of like those guys who are sort of at the forefront of everyone's brains as like, this is the guy to watch. I just feel like this is a volatile, your word, golf course. Love it. In the sense of like unfamiliar, unfamiliarity, uncharted territory, the conditions. It's like kind of like British Open. You can't really... God bless the open. You can't really predict like what's going to happen. So I don't know. Now I'm like rethinking my pick. <laughs> well, I have some fun stats in front of me, Bridget. You're like, this is a weekly thing we go through. Yeah. The- you sort of work through it as we go throughout the show. Uh, right. Top 10 players in strokes gained ball striking in very windy conditions. Ready? Okay. Number one, Morikawa, then Connors, okay. JT, Rory, Bryson, Sergio, Grio, Emiliano Grio, Sanjay, Paul Casey, and Dustin Johnson. Those are your top 10 very windy iron players. Okay. Sanjay is solid. I just haven't seen enough from him at majors, aside from that masters. That's fair. You know? So when I predict a major championship, I like to look at an overall major championship resume because I look at majors as sort of on its own plateau. It's not the players. It's not a typical PGA tour stop. It's a major championship and somebody who fits that resume of being a good major championship golfer would be a Patrick Reed, a Louis Eustazen, an Adam Scott, a Xander Shoffley. Those guys are always there. Justin Thomas could be Mr. PGA championship, honestly. He's got a good resume here. So that's what I like to look at. But let's zone in on Rory here, Bridget, because obviously he is the favorite winner at the Wells Fargo and obviously the winner here back in 2012. I don't like his chances this week. I think there's a lot of pressure on him. And I'm thinking about a recent Open Championship that was in Northern Ireland where everybody (laughs) was talking about him winning there. And what happens? He misses the cut. And it's like, okay, could this be a similar situation? Although we said off air, or you said that uh, he doesn't even remember winning here in 2012. So who knows? <laughs> he doesn't recall uh, a lot of the shots he hits, which is a little disconcerting. <laughs> Wasn't that long ago, Rory. <laughs> but he did win in such dominating fashion. So I get a little bit like, okay, maybe he doesn't like recollect in the moment, but you have to believe once he gets out there, I don't know. I. He is one of those feels guys for me. Like he feels his game. And I think like he feels it in the moment. There's fans at Kiowa. 
I don't know. I don't want to write him off. I don't see him winning. I really don't. And I didn't see him winning even when he championed at Wells Fargo. I, I know that it gave him a lot of traction and it, I'm, I am 100% sure that it gave him a lot of inner confidence. Um, I just don't see it. I don't see it for him this week. I see him playing well, or like you said, I see him playing, you know, miss the cut type of golf. I think he's going to be fine this week, but you know, in terms of predicting for him, it's going to be really hard to win back to back, especially when that second back is a major championship, even for Rory McIlroy, you know what I mean? So he could be T8 you know, have a Sunday 64, finishes T8, and then move on with his life. Like, honestly, I, I could see that. how deflating that is. Like, T8, you're like, wow. So I'm, like, trending, not right. trending enough. <laughs> right. It's, like, probably infuriating. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. So he's a big story this week, obviously, again, being the favorite here and winning back in 2012. We'll see what happens with him. I want to get to Jordan Speed because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really want to pick him to win. I really do. Uh, but... You almost wonder, Pressure. did he win too recently? Or I don't know. See, it becomes a game theory sort of situation for me now because he can't win again, can he? He just won. So that's like what I'm thinking in my head. But everything is perfect for him here this week. He has the game right now with his irons. It's absolutely unbelievable. He's one of the best in terms of strokes gained approach right now. He's actually been one of the best golfers in the world since the beginning of the calendar year he's got the right. short game he's got the putter he's got the major championship pedigree what's there not to like bridget why am i not picking him because i'm not you're not picking him because this honestly might be the best opportunity he has to close out the career grand slam hmm. like this course does fit his game and he's in good shape right now both mentally and game-wise oh my gosh I am just a sound machine today two different rings today wow that is that is uh, uh wild um so for me I think that this right now like where Jordan is in his current state of game in his current like okay he got the monkey off his back the proverbial monkey off his back he won again um a lot of people have keep saying like, he's not only back, he's like consistently back, which is like very true. It is true. Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Like Jordan is the type of player who could kind of fall off, get back on, fall off. He has been very consistent. I think that Pete Dye courses, they tend to give him some issues like around the green, but I don't know. <laughs> like you, I am all into signs and you like gave a lot of, Jordan Spieth omens that I like might actually pick him now. I oh might my gracious. I might sweat. And you know what? You know what is so fun? You know what is like the most fun thing? Rooting for Jordan Spieth in a major championship. Like I'm going to do it anyway. And I always say this, like I, I, I'm going to like same with Justin Thomas. I'm going to root for him anyway. Might as well pick him. <sighs> Your original pick is a really good one too, though. So yeah is but he's not a winner that's true that's true well that kind of gives it away <laughs> no, really. know, there's a couple one is actually on my tv right now doing a live from the pga championship press con news Ooh, i gotta put that on after this show i actually do like the live froms on golf channel i enjoy that live from is great i, I worked it for many a year it is a grind it is a very oh, rewarding bet. grind but it's so much fun i mean 
major championships are are freaking bread and butter. Like these weeks are the best four weeks. And then when you get the Ryder Cups, best five weeks of the year. I'm I cannot throw the players in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, PGA Tour. Apologies. All right. So Speed's playing great. Rory playing great. Couple of guys who aren't, who probably should be, but Again, they're not. Dustin Johnson, one of them. We talked about him a little bit last week. And then Brooks Kepka, whose odds are all the way down the board right now. If you look at the right. sports books out there, Bridget, 45 to 1 on FanDuel. He's right next to Cantley and Abraham Answer, two guys who have not won a major championship. And Brooks has a few of them. So let's start there. Let's start with Brooks because he missed the cut at the Masters and he played recently as well. I believe it was at Byron Nelson last week where he missed the cut again. So it's like, he's one of those poppers. He can show up and win this week. No doubt about it. I think there's value there at 45 to one, but do you think he plays well this week? Oy. I just don't know where he is physically, but then I see him doing this. Um, like he's going to play lefty. Dave Portnoy is going to play righty. They're going to do like a head to head mano a mano match. And I'm like, okay, if he's like, feeling good enough to be doing that, then he has to be feeling good enough. I I just get, Brooks is one of those guys and I know he's young. I just think there's something about the violence of his move and maybe he doesn't give his the body enough rest. I think that he's very quick to get back um, in, not only into like golf, I think he's just like quick to like get, get back to things. I, I don't see him as someone who gives his body enough time to recover. So I just don't know like where he is for me is I just don't know. So I, I do not see him winning. I do not see him contending. Um, but can I say like, oh, I'm going to, he's going to miss the cut. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause this course, I, I feel like he could do well at um he's an enigma to me he always has been always will be I'm just not sure he's a tough one to predict this week as is Dustin Johnson but if I were to pick between the two Bridget I think Dustin has more of the pop possibility this week absolutely yeah 100% I can see Dustin winning this week yeah without a doubt 18 to 1 to get it done he's right next to JT Jordan Spieth actually he has the same odds as Spieth Dustin has the same odds as Spieth? Okay. I mean, I'm not surprised. I, like, I get these weird vibes from Dustin, and I've, I'm getting it. Like, I, I saw him out, you know, practicing on the range. I just – I get, like, he's one of those players where you he kind of, like, exudes it, and he's exuding it. So, I, I really like him, too. I just – can I – I want to pick them all. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take Jordan, Dustin, Xander, and then you could pick one person. <laughs> That's, like, unfair. Although, we should do that one week. We should make three picks. Yeah, but I, I feel like you should get the three. Yeah, <laughs> I because I need them. Four. I need the money. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Rory, Spieth, Brooks, Dustin, any other key storylines? We can talk a little bit about Bryson here, Bridget. I'm off him this week. I didn't like what I saw from him last week at the Byron Nelson. He lost strokes everywhere except with his driver. And that course set up pretty easy for him. And look what he did. He didn't score enough. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm off the Bryson train for a little bit. I, I think the Bryson train is getting like refueled right now. I think maybe he's ironing out some kinks that we're not privy to what's going on behind the scenes. But I think something is going on. Um, 
and I'm not, uh, I'm not in his camp this week. Okay. Any uh, dark horses before we get to your official pick? Okay. So this is a really weird one. And I don't know why I'm feeling this because he hasn't been playing well at all in the majors recently. I like Sergio. Ooh, all right. No, I don't know what's going on. He's not even a dark horse. I don't even know if you could call that a dark horse. That's just like a, this is a Bridget Whalen feel. She's feeling him. He re-signed with TaylorMade. He's been like all over my Instagram feed. Like I cannot get away from Sergio. I don't know. He's just... He's like one of those people that keeps populating and I always make note of those. So take it as you wish. He has longer odds than Charles Schwartzel at this point. Yeah, no, I mean, he's not on the radar. He is not, no. Yeah. And he's right next to Jason Day, another guy who I thought you were going to bring up as maybe somebody who's not playing well, but, you know, could show up and win. Jason Day is about to have his fourth child. I think Jason Day has so much more going on in his life that golf is the least of his like concerns. Mm-hmm. That's my take on Jason Day. I'll throw a couple names out to the folks out there. I think Cam Smith is somebody that we should track this week. Grinder, fantastic short game. Tommy Fleetwood, 55 to 1. Look, I think this is going to be a really international leaderboard this week, Bridget. And Fleetwood is one of those windy, grinded-out type of players that you like. So I think, you know, he's got the major championship pedigree, has played well at U.S. Opens before. This kind of feels like a U.S. Open this week. Like I said, maybe a Chambers Bay type of feel. So Fleetwood is somebody that I'm looking at. And then really down the board, Keegan Bradley has been unbelievable tee to green. He's a PGA champion. He has another top five at a PGA championship. Actually, it was at Kiowa. Hey, maybe a little Keegan this week. (laughs) Did you just call him little Keegan? (laughs) You know, just a little bit, just a little bit, you know? (laughs) He's only little when he he hits a shot because he slumps over. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I really like Keegan. I cannot get myself to pick Keegan. um, But if I could get myself to pick Keegan, I would pick Keegan. All right. All right. Well, let's get to let's get to the official selections here. So last week we really didn't do too much damage. John Rom for you was T34. Scotty yep. Scheckler for me was T47. So your lead has crept up if we're rounding up to 2.3 million dollars, which is what I did. I rounded up. So there you go. Oh, All right. Good. Who is it? Who okay. wins the Wanamaker? Man, you're not going to believe this. Jordan Speed. Oh, my God. She changed it mid-show. So much pressure. Career Grand Slam. It would be so awesome if he did it, and I would be able to rub it in your face, which would make it, like, just oh. tenfold more awesome. So, like, it would start out as awesome, then it would just get, like, more awesome. Um, that makes me sound like a horrible human. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I, for the, the pod listeners, all ten of you, I was <laughs> going to go with Xander. Um, so if Xander does happen to champion, I would just like to say that I was going to go for him, but I wanted to take a little risk because Cam does have a massive deficit. And I feel like I should sort of play my odds of like, let's see if Cam could make up the deficit. Let me try to not want to win every week. Let me just sort of go more with who I want to win. And I hope you're having fun with this, by the way. (laughs) I hope you're having a great time over there. I really want Jordan to win. I want Jordan to win everything. I love that guy. 
Yeah, I think it's a great pick. Jordan Spieth and Xander both are fantastic picks, but I am going with the man from Norway, Victor Hovland. A couple of reasons why. Third in strokes gained off the tee within the last 24 rounds. Third in ball striking. So good off the tee, good ball striker. And Bridget, we're playing on past palm grass. Both of Victor's wins we're on past Palm Grass, Puerto Rico Open, and the Mayakoba, all right? So interesting little nugget there. And I think this could really be his coming out party, honestly. I think he's got the game to contend at a lot of majors. And I see Will Zalatoris a little bit, Bridget, as like a Victor Light, if you will. Another guy who I think will contend at many, many majors. So give me Victor this week. I mean, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, we've seen it recently, one of the young guys come out and get it done. Um, I'm all about Victor. So I will also be rooting for your pick. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I just hope I can, you know, make it maybe $1.5 million worth of deficit and not 2.3, but you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, okay. Should be a good week, Bridget. Any final closing thoughts here on the PGA championship? excited for major championship golf i literally just keep golf channel on all day long even though i know they re-racked the previous show i watch it again because like we only get this so many times out of the year it's just a great week by the way it's great to have a normal schedule again a championship in may you know we have the open this year so it's gonna be great Fun, fun summer ahead of PGA Tour Golf. Ladies and gentlemen, Bridget and I will have it for you every single week right here on the Tiger Woods Show. Of course, we'll keep you posted on Tiger's recovery as well. For Bridget, I am Cam Rogers. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.